Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day you find yourself in. This is the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and as always, it is such an incredible pleasure and an honor to join you in the airwaves on the frank, open, and sometimes intimate discussions. We thank God for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We rejoice and we are glad to be a part of it because God is a good, good God all the time, no matter what is going on in your life. Never forget that. God is good all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. Good morning to my beautiful co-host, Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you this morning? I am where you are, sis. It's a rainy day in Augusta right now, pouring down. But God is so amazing. It's still beautiful. We're still in the land of the living. We're still fair another day. We're still clothed in our right minds another day. How can you be upset? How? You just got to fight to receive the blessings that are already right there before you. Amen. 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 Um, I am I'm a little jet lagged this morning. I flew back to Las Vegas last night from Atlanta. And um, I'm trying to kind of refocus my, my time frame here. So my body, like, kind of does not know what time it is on. It's like in every zone it could possibly be. But I woke up this morning, and this was really, really funny. I woke up and I looked at my, my um, phone. And because I'm in Vegas, you know, your phone normally resets itself to the time zone of where you are. So I woke up and I looked, and it said it was 10 o'clock. I was like, oh, my God, I missed the show. How did I miss the show? Because when it's noon there, it's um, 9 o'clock here. And I was like, oh, I can't believe that. So I got up, and I came to take my dog outside and saw my daughter, and I was like, Mommy, is it really 10 o'clock? She said, yeah, in Atlanta, it's only 7 o'clock here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and you know what? And I'm saying this to say I really feel like some of the people in our country feel like they've overslept and they just woke up and they think they missed something because I'm reading some of the posts and, and some of the things that's going on and I'm not understanding 
the hypocrisy, let me put it that way, that is being shown right now in our land. Um, people are talking about how divided the country is and, and um, all the different things that went on yesterday with the inauguration and what have you. But I'm like, okay, did you oversleep and miss the, the last eight years completely? <laughs> like, you know, there's this all-out push that we need to be united and stand behind our president. And please hear me, I believe that. I believe that he is the one that is in authority. He was not my choice, but obviously he was God's choice, and God put him there. Okay. So um, hear my heart when I say that. But the same thing that we are doing and saying and putting out there against President Trump is the same thing that the other side did to President Obama for eight years. And all of a sudden now it's like, well, we need to come together and be united. Well, why could you come together and be united these past eight years? Maybe some other things could have been accomplished. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, sis? I'm just not I understanding the hypocrisy. It's crazy. It is, sis. And, you know, again, Lack of un- when we have lack of understanding about a lot of things, lack of understanding is on top of that lack of trust within our own selves, who we are. And it's just like what you're saying. It's just really sad. Okay, he's inaugurated now. See, the people that are talking that now are the ones that are saying, we're the ones with the money and it's going to go good for us. Let's come together. You know what I'm saying? But like you're saying, for the last eight years, we still have homeless people in America. We still yeah. have people that need to be fed and, and our elderly, you know what I'm saying, and, and different things that's going on. We do here in America. See, we've been so busy yeah. concentrating to me on other states and what they're doing and how they're doing things that we forgot about ourselves here at home. Yeah. Yeah. So true. You know, and, and when you think about, there were, I mean, initiatives. Yes, we, there were policies put in place that a lot of us didn't agree with. But there were initiative, initiatives that President Obama really tried to get put in place, and they, he was fought so vehemently that would have been a blessing to the people, that would have helped to ease that burden of the homelessness and um, the, the lack of jobs. Now, he did he, you, you can't take this away from this man, please, please. When he took office eight years ago, the country was in a deep recession, deep recession, okay? People were losing their homes. 2008 was a pivotal year in this country. It was horrible. Fast forward eight years, and you can't deny that this man had a profound impact bringing this country to a new place. You, you can't deny that. I and agree I'm, with I'm that just too. like, I'm at awe. I'm at awe at what I'm reading. And please, this is not a praise Obama show. This is not what this is about. What, where my concern is is the fact that um, the hypocrisy that I hear, you know, on both sides. It's like, okay, so you complain because they boycotted um, Obama, President Obama and didn't support him, okay? But now you're doing the same thing to President Trump. That's hypocrisy. That's hypocrisy. It is. You, you're upset because they bad-mouthed and maligned First Lady Michelle, but 
it's okay for you to put these crude remarks out there and say what you want to about First Lady Milani. I, it, you know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, people. <laughs> you, you can't have them well, both you know, they, yeah. Right. But you again, sis, they talked about Jesus. These people that are talking are probably half the ones that didn't go out there and vote in the first place. And what people yes. got to realize is if, whether you voted or not, I heard a lot of people say, I didn't vote because I didn't know who to choose. Well, I understand because you didn't know which one of the lesser evils. But if you didn't vote, to me, you still couldn't have a comment because you didn't put them in there. You know what I'm trying to say? You didn't have anything to do with that. And then in a way, by you not voting to me, you had a way of, you had a lot of ways of why you put him in there. So, you know what I'm saying, if you didn't vote, because they said it was more non-votes amongst black people and um, Hispanics voting for Trump. So, if mm-hmm. it, I mean, where people just didn't vote. Well, mm-hmm. if you don't vote, that still made the higher, the, the ones that were doing it, that wanted them in there to win. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's kind of like a double pro quo to me, like you're saying. The hypocrisy, mm-hmm. again, says, comes within ourselves, mm-hmm. and, I, and I believe that. And um, yeah. we just, we have to be able to, like you're saying, you, you said a mouthful. A lot of us have waken up out of a bad nightmare. We've been twisting mm-hmm. our thumbs for eight years. We've been seeing, you got to hear me what I'm saying, because it's like Obama is in there for eight years, people. Mm-hmm. Eight years mm-hmm. have passed us. That's powerful. Eight years is a mm-hmm. lot of time, but mm-hmm. not a lot of time. So what's right. happening now is y'all were twiddling y'all thumbs, uh, sucking on pineapple juice at the beach. Now we didn't got somebody <laughs> in there. Now you want to pay attention? Man. Oh no! This may this may cause me to go back to. I ain't going back to no Africa. I don't care what he said and whatever wait, wait, the case may be. All, here's the key: go back. I've never been. Well, how am I I've going never back been there. Right. I've never been. I'm and let me tell nowhere. you something, people. Just because they call us Afro Americans, I like everybody to get tested out there. You might find okay. out you have more of some of everything else than you oppose the African American. Mm. See, that's, what the, that's why they've always been fearful of us anyway, because we're mm-hmm. um, African-Americans, how you say it, blacks or whatever, and Hispanics, we are a huge generation, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're scared of that. But instead of us coming together, we spent eight years separating ourselves, and now we're waking up going, ooh, what's going to happen? The same thing that's going to happen is the same thing would have happened eight years ago, last year, year okay. before that, year before that. What are you going to do with yourself? What are you going to rise up and open up your eyes to do about you? Because, again, the change begins within you first. I, yeah. I didn't think that, Chris. I, I can say it now because I was one of them kind of people. I, was, I, I blamed people for a long time the reason why I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. So mm-hmm. when you finally wake up and realize people get me, this is what I always heard. Just because you shut the lights off for yourself, that don't mean everybody else have to shut off their life. So don't be mad okay. when people rolling up a blessing because you didn't do what it took you to be blessed. So what, again, that's so 2016 now. Obama is gone and we got somebody new in. What are we going to do about 2017? There you go. There you go. You have to, you, you have to be that change agent. You, you have to be. I um, Even this thing where, you know, everybody came against Steve Harvey. I'm going... Yeah, excuse me, but that's ignorance personified to me. I promise. 
first and foremost, how are you going to be a change agent for the Lord? How are you going to invoke change in a situation if you are not talking to and meeting with the people that have the power to change it? That that floors me. So you upset because the man went and met with Trump? Like, really? Like, like, really? (laughs) Okay, how else is change going to come about? Now, you know, we may all think that, you know, President Trump has a a few um, shortfalls when it comes to his integrity. Okay, I'm going to be kind as I possibly can here. Um, But nevertheless, he had an ear that day. Steve Harvey had his ear that day. You never know when God will step in the midst of a situation and speak a word that will penetrate that ear and cause a different um, just thought pattern to be developed. Seriously, all of these people, it's okay. So the, the Christian community, the gospel singers and all of these people that said, you know, they just could not go and perform um, at the inauguration. It was just, they just couldn't do it. But then there were those that said, God told me to go, so I'm going. And, and then they come under fire. I'm not understanding that. Here's the key. God has created us, again, to rule in this earth realm. He created us to be change agents in the land. How are we going to invoke change if we're not in the midst of what's going on? You cannot do it. You know, again, to me, opinions are like buttholes. Everybody Everybody got one. (laughs) Everybody got one. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm just being honest with you like you're saying. What does light have to do with darkness? If if a poor person wouldn't go go talk to a rich person, even though they're still people and humans and bleed the same blood, they would still not have anything in common because where the rich man is thinking about certain things, the poor man is thinking another thing. So mm-hmm. thank God that the Lord has allowed Steve Harvey, you know what I'm trying to say, to be able to go before the President of the United States. So whatever the case be, and, and, and it's just so, I, I, I wish I could have gone before Donald Trump, because I would really ask him, what is really your plan for the state exactly. of America that we're in? What are your Hello. plans for the people that are still, you know what I'm trying to say? Because see, you know, it's amazing to me. We can talk about people all the time. I see people coming in, in the store and stuff this all the time. You know what I'm trying to say? And they getting food stamps and they getting everything. I'm switching it up a little bit, but just to hear the point, what I'm saying to We can talk about them all we want to. They don't have no business. But see, you guys are going up there messing up what already been put into place. A lot of people mm. have because we've taken advantage of so many things. So right, what I'm saying right. is we took advantage we've for eight years that Obama was in there. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. solve everything. Rome wasn't built in a day. Everybody expected mm-hmm. Obama, but he did, yeah, he did some things that I didn't agree upon, but he did mm-hmm. some things like you're saying that he did make better. So we need mm-hmm. to look at the better and move on. But again, exactly. this is 2017. Trump is mm-hmm. in there now. You is nothing you're going to do complaining about it is going to take him out of there. But we still Thank serve you. the same God that controlled oh, all yeah. the kings in the word, first kings and second yeah. kings. Read it, people. Read First and Second Kings because God still had control over who was over the throne. I truly mm. believe 
that this is still a year of jubilee for some people. You're either going to get it or you're not going to get it. You either want it or you don't want it. I was reading the sign. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Cam, I've got to interject something there because you said something Please. so profound right there that this Please. is still the year of jubilee for some people. You're going to either get it or you're not going to get it. Here is the thing. Those of you that are sitting up there with a critical mindset and all you're doing is coming Amen. against whatever God has put in motion, you are the ones that will not get it. Get it. You right. will not get it. That's powerful, Sam. Thank you. I get stirred up because you know what? I'm I'm one of those ones. I've been waking up now. And the Lord's been waking me up. And just like the word said, Talitha, Talitha, cool me. Wake up. Those that are asleep, you're still mm-hmm. sleeping. The word mm-hmm. of God said he's coming. It's still about Christ coming. It's still about mm-hmm. what he's going to still do on this earth. The word of God Amen. still has to fulfill itself. It's only fulfilling Amen. itself. Everybody's getting sidetracked by Trump. You better, you better wake up and feel, figure out it's about you. Because, again, uh, people are leaving this earth, sis. People dying every time you turn around. You're hearing about people dying. Yeah. It don't matter if you got money or you don't have money, people. Pay attention to what's going on. See, it's really sad to me because we can talk about Trump, but we can't control a diet. To get on a diet, to lose weight, to get healthy for ourselves. We can talk about Trump, but our finances are still jacked up. That ain't Trump's fault because your finances Mm-mm. is jacked up. That ain't Trump's mm-hmm. fault because you ate too many hamburgers and too much sweets. It ain't Trump's mm-hmm. fault if your husband left you or your wife left you. It ain't Trump's fault. What are you going to do about you in 2017 to make an impact with yourself? Because what's My happening God. is this. You cannot be negative and be around something positive. You can't receive Mm. something good from God if you're still stuck in your mess of being negative. You can't even see the forest from the trees and you talking Mm. about Trump. Y'all, we need to get it together, sis. We need to get it together because guess what? This is the year again I'm speaking it and into existence. I still save Chikahosha, the same God that sits up high and he looks down low. I still serve the same God that's in control over my lives and yours, too. But what it is is we have forgotten that God still is on the throne. As my brother said, I miss him saying it. Wake up, people. Satan haven't hijacked heaven. God is still on the throne. Yes. Glory. Glory, glory, hallelujah, for real. And speaking of our friend, we need to lift up D.L. this morning. D.L. is not feeling well today, and we just come against that spirit of sickness in his body. In the name of Jesus. But I got to tell you, sis, I was falling out when I read your your text this morning about Operation Fast. (laughs) I fell out. I fell out. It's like, you know, he is working very hard in his body yeah. So, but we yeah. we lift him up this morning. That's that's why he's not Thank with Jesus. us. Listen, I put a I put a post up on the 18th, and I want to read it um, because it, it so falls in line with what we're speaking about this morning in being a change agent, and we need to position ourselves to be in the places that God has called us to be. <clears throat> so here it is. It says, "Good morning, family." There's a resounding word I'm hearing, and that is to position yourself. 
while you're preparing yourself for God's blessing, you also have to be in position to receive them, positioning in every area of your life. First, make sure you're in position to hear God's directive for your life. Then carry out what he commands you to do. You must follow him and not the nonsense of the world. He desires us to infiltrate every area, not just the church pews. One of the biggest problems in the body of Christ is that we have set back and allowed the enemy to infiltrate spheres of influence that we should have been ruling. I have listened to and read all the comments about Steve Harvey. This is a prime example of the nonsense of the world. How can you affect change if you have no connection with the change makers? Please heed to Timothy's warning and not get entangled in the cares of this world and forget your first allegiance is to Father God. You must go where he tells you and say what he says. When you do this, you position yourself to be used of him and blessed by him. He created us to rule in this earth realm, take dominion and subdue it. That will not happen if all you do is sit back, point fingers at people who are doing something, whether you like what they're doing or not, and complain. Get up, get out, and become a change agent for the Lord. Let the Lord use you in the thing for which he created you. That thing was so heavy in my spirit that morning. You know, because it's like, hallelujah, thank you for these buildings and these edifices that have been erected supposedly to the glory of God, and I'm saying supposedly on purpose um, because most of them have been put in place so that some man or some woman could be edified and pat themselves on the back and say, look what, quote, unquote, I did. They have not Mm -hmm. read the story of uh, Nebuchadnezzar, okay, because if they had, they would know that when they stand up and survey what is before them and start talking about, look what I did and forget what God did, they'll be down there eating the grass with the hogs and the pigs and and, and the, the cattle and everything else, okay? So they forgot, but all of these beautiful edifices and these people are coming into and they're sitting on the pews Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, but are expecting no type of change when they depart out from them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Something's wrong with that picture. We were not called just to congregate and gather ourselves together to have a good time amongst ourselves. We were called to rule. We were called as kings and priests, okay? We were called to take both physical authority and spiritual authority in this earth realm, and we're missing it. We're missing it. We're so busy with our eyes caught up in the cares and the affairs of this world. Timothy said a good soldier does not entangle himself in the cares of this world that he may please the one Bring that it. sent him to call them to be a soldier. Don't forget who your allegiance is to. It is not Come to on. the press. It's not Come to on. Trump. It's not to Obama. It is Come to on. God. Come on. to God. Yes, and it the is. the only way, the only way we can be change agents in this earth realm is if we hearken to the voice of God and carry out what is 
he's calling us to do. And that's where we're missing it as the body of Christ. You've got, oh, my God, pastors and bishops and apostles that are out there just spewing out all of this venom over people, over President Trump. They did it over President Obama. Just, it's just like, okay, people, that does not cause change. That just aligns you up with the enemy who all he does is accuse. He is the accuser, and if that's what you're doing, then you're aligning yourself with your father, the devil. I'm just going to put it out come on, straight come out. Come on. You just put it out. Straight you can't out. put it no other way. That's powerful, sis. Okay. That's powerful because what you just said. that is not the way of God. That is not the come way on. of God. Oh, man, that just gives and me chills. And then, can I bring up something you said, sis, that, yes, that just really please. quickened me in my spirit? When you said our allegiance is to God. See, our allegiance is to his son, Jesus. Our allegiance is to the Holy Spirit. No, I'm not holier than thou. No, all of a sudden, I'm not. No, please hear me, people. I still sin. I still fall short. But I still go to my allegiance, which is my my God, that can forgive me for my sins and my transgressions. Because, see, Trump can't send you to heaven, and Trump can't send you to hell. But you can get mixed up now, and you can go to hell behind Trump if you want to. But I'm going to tell you, like Mm. I told people, my mission statement for this year is I desire to be faithful, fruitful, productive, and committed in advancing God's kingdom on earth. See, when I go Mm. to a job, you got to hear me because I've been in situations. God has put me in situations as you as an honor earth king is being a supervisor and being in control. But see what we do with it is what is what is required of us. Do you does that make sense? So I see people all the time and I may not feel good sometimes, you guys, but let me tell you something what I do. I love when my customers can look at me and say, Praise you, Jesus. By you talking to you, I can see the Christ in you. See, that's what mm. you got to ask yourself a question. For eight years, what have you been doing with your tree? What, have, what kind God. of tree have you been growing in your spirit and in your heart? Now, eight mm. years, you should be able to see what kind of tree it is. is it, can you mm. tell if it's a pear tree? Can you tell if it's an apple tree, an orange tree? Can you tell? Mm. Can you tell? Because, see, what's happening is I'm getting mixed messages myself. Because, see, I remember I used to give out mixed messages, too. Because, see, I would tell people I love the Lord with all my heart, and if you said something wrong to me, I would probably turn around and curse you out three ways backwards and call you something else. But, see, that's what's mm-hmm. confusing in the world. That's what's, what's we've given all the wrong messages. What mm-hmm. message are you trying to send this year for yourself? If you're at work, mm-hmm. if you're in your own personal business, if you're if you unemployed, however it is, we still serve a same God. If you've been unemployed, you're still eating. I know somebody's still eating. I know you still got mm-hmm. clothes on your back. may not be the top designer, but you still got something on your back. So that still mm-hmm. shows me that God is still on the throne. You give me what I'm saying, sis? Yes, yes, I do. I do, I do. What kind of tree are you growing? Eight years. Eight years when Obama was in office. We still should have been allegiance to God. Where, what kind, where have you been? Amen. What kind of tree? Hello. Because what I see Hello. now is I'm waking up. You know what the Lord told me? I read something in class the other night, sis, and I need to share it. It says, don't wish for it. Work hard for it. 
Mm. I was like, wait, that's powerful. Let me say it one more time. Don't wish for it. Work hard for it. See, you can say you're going to lose weight, but if you never get to that gym or never back up from that okay. table or stop doing what you're doing, you ain't going to lose it. You can wish it all you want oh, to. Lord. You can talk about right. it all you want to, but it ain't going to happen. See, you can say nope. that you're going to do a new house. If you don't back up from your spending and doing what you're doing, then that vision can never come forth because you ain't working hard for it. See, my teacher right. said in class, what are you willing to give up for these next three months? So that you can be able, because, see, you got to eat, live, sleep, and drink this thing. So what mm-hmm. are you going to give up? You're going to have to push some things aside. Because the ones that are going to be able to pass this test are going to be the ones that want it. Hmm. If you don't pass, she said, it won't be because of me. It's because of you. My Lord. That's business. See, if you don't pass My the Lord. test, people, blame Trump for it. Don't blame hmm. him for it. If you, don't, if you don't want to do anything with yourself and you still up on it, you know, I'm just so, but just still, you know, it's amazing to me. Because we think because we go to church on Sunday and we tithe that we're going to make it into heaven. Well, I got oh, news Lord. for you. Some of y'all going to miss the mark. Just, just like mm-hmm. what they say, uh, it was a joke one time. He was like, what are you doing here? And God said, he's looking at you wondering the same thing. Do you get me what I'm saying? What is he doing in heaven? Mm. And he probably wanted how to do make the cut. Because see what it's a thin line. It's a thin yes, line. We're not we're not it's yes. such a thin line. We can miss it. I had a man tell me this long time ago. He said, You can still send people to Christ. You can still witness and pour yourself out. And you can still die and go to hell. I said, What? Hey. Then that, that okay, what did you just say um, to me? That's what Paul said. I saved the world and See, I myself will come a castaway. <laughs> what? You don't want uh, that. You want to be ready when Jesus comes. See, we uh, take for granted that because we go to bed at night, we're going to wake up in the morning. See, uh, some of y'all shouldn't even have woke up, not even myself. See, some of you are still taking things and doing things and laying down and thinking you're going to wake up in the morning. But it doesn't have to be so. When you hit your feet and hit the ground, Lord. your praise is to be the allegiance to God. Because guess what? Trump didn't wake you up. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Trump don't have that kind of power. Mm. He's just a mere man. And if Lord. you listen to what God is saying, because when God is off the throne already, he's tired of us with our hypocrisy mm. ways. Mm. We haven't been loving each other. We've been hating each other in nope. jealousy and malice, strife and envy. Yep. We yep. haven't been helping each other. We've been stepping on each other. As long as I get there, I don't care about them. How oh, is this? We've, we're losing it, sis. We're angry because we have, we've yeah. been missing the mark. You know, and, and we, we are the cause of the body of Christ not having the power and the authority in the earth realm that it should. We have said that while others, we are supposed to be, as quote-unquote Christians, a majority of people in this earth realm, okay? But we have let little minority pockets of people come in and invoke change. We've let the LGBT people come in. We've let the pro-choice people come in. All these minority pockets of people come in and invoke change 
when we, quote, unquote, who should be the majority and have the power behind us to stop these things, have idly sat back, excuse me, sat silent or been too busy fighting among ourselves to shape the, the, the affairs of the world. And, and it is really, it's a shame before God. It is a shame before God that we cannot come together as a body with each piece having its role in place, knowing who you are, where you fit in the body, and staying in your lane and invoking change in that place. But we've not done that. That's powerful. And, and the divide in us has grown stronger and stronger. And that division is one of the most cunning attacks of the enemy he has ever unleashed, and he has been very, very successful in it. Yes, he has. Very yes, he has. Yes, he has. No, because yes, he has. we play into the rhetoric. We play into what's being perpetrated before us. We play into taking sides with the, the status quo of the world, Democrat, Republican, Tea Party, whatever. I'll tell you in a heartbeat, I am, I am not a party person, okay? I have voted across party lines ever since I've been voting because I'm not voting for a party, I'm voting for a man. I'm going to vote for what I feel in my heart and my spirit is the leading of God on my life. And I promise you, and this was me, I was so torn in this last election. I'm just going, Daddy, I don't know what to do. You really need to speak to me because I don't know what to do because I don't see you in either one of these people. Right. I really don't see you. I don't see you. Okay? Right. Um, Right. So it's just, you know, it's just a shame that we – I'm not doing our job, Pam. It's, it's that, you know, we have allowed the enemy to infiltrate our children. He's infiltrated the, the television and perpetrated these fraudulent values, and our, our babies have bought into it that everybody is equal and everybody should have the right to love who they want to love and everybody. And here's my problem. Here's one of the biggest things that Satan used against the body of Christ. He used the word of God against us. He used the word of God against us. And what we did not do was follow the examples of Christ and use the word to defeat him. That's what we didn't do. So it sounds right. That's, that's, if, you that's hear, if you hear, think about this. If you hear why President Obama said that he was in favor of same-sex marriage is because his daughter told him, Daddy, how can you discriminate some over somebody because of who they love? Now, hear this. It was the father's job to correct the child. Instead, the father listened to the child and followed the child's example instead of correcting. I will never forget this. This is, and I'm, this is a testimony, y'all, and I will talk about this often. But I remember years ago, this before I got saved, and I had a question about same-sex relationships, and I went to a priest about it, and I asked him, I, I said to him, I don't understand how loving somebody could be wrong. And this was his words to me. Y'all say what you want to about the Catholic Church, but this man spoke volumes. He said, love is not wrong. It's the act that is perpetrated 
by that law. Come on. He said. You better come on. He said, okay. He said, it is wrong for you to lay with another woman's husband. Just because you love that person does not mean you have the right to commit adultery. It is wrong for you to lay even with somebody of an opposite sex without being married to them, even though you may love them, but the act of fornication is wrong before God. If we were to put it out there in its proper content, instead of sitting up there and pointing a finger and saying you're going to hell because you're a homosexual and forgetting you're going to hell because you're an adulterer, you're going to hell because you're a fornicator, because that's what the word of God says, then people will see it in its true um how it really is. You see what I'm saying? But instead, yes. you know, we want to put emphasis on this one thing, so we singled out this one thing, so you gave the devil a platform to stand on this one thing. You can preach about fornication, you can preach about adultery all day long, and nobody got anything to say about it. The moment you preach on homosexuality, now you have an uprising. Sexual That's sin deep. is sexual sin. And because you separated that out, you gave it a platform instead of making sin, sin. Go ahead, sis. Wow, you got my mouth hanging open because that's powerful what he told you and so prophetic and profound because I heard it one day on television. I was listening to Creflo Dollar, and I normally don't listen listen to Creflo Dollar just a while back, but this particular day I had him on, I had the gospel uh, thing on, and I was cleaning up, and I heard him say, it's not, it's not the partnership between two men or two women. It's the act of the sin that you do. And see, people don't get it, just like, just like what you're saying. It still doesn't give us a right because we love somebody to take somebody else's wife or husband or whatever the case may be. But because we put it in different categories for it to mm-hmm. soothe our soul, then mm-hmm. we, then you know what I'm saying, then we have a problem with it. Because, sis, mm-hmm. nobody said anything. I, you know, as a matter, I hear all these people with Trump. But I didn't hear a lot of people when they took the Ten Commandments out that building that day Mm-mm. and Mm-mm. put it on the top floor and threw a sheet on it. I didn't mm-hmm. hear a lot of people comment on that. I didn't, and as a matter of fact, it kind of shocked me that a lot of people didn't know it had taken place. Mm-hmm. They took the Ten Commandments off, out of the building, put it on the floor, and on another floor, they said, turned it to a wall and threw a sheet on top of it. See, that's when everybody should have been saying something. Hello? Because, see, what I don't realize is everybody, we're taking Christ out of everything we do. Everything. We're scared to even talk about it. I might offend somebody. I might, I might say I might hurt somebody's feelings. But you're okay to talk about homosexuality and other things like that. But you're scared to talk about Christ? You're okay to talk about Donald Trump. And what's he going to be doing? I can't believe it. But you're scared to talk about Christ. Because you don't want to lose your tithers. You don't want to lose. Hmm. See, you telling it. See, that's what's wrong. We got, we, what did the word of God say? You got soothsayers. You just, we got so many pastors and stuff now saying things just to soothe, but they don't want to tell the truth. That's why a lot of us are in sin right now. Hmm. Yes, God does love us. Yes, he does forgive our sins, our transgressions, and our iniquities. I wouldn't be here. He did it. But one thing, it does not give me the right 
to keep on doing what I'm doing. Amen. See, there's a point. Amen. Just, we could talk Hello? about this forever. So oh, I'm here, go. baby. Okay. I, just, I had to just All shut right. up because I just, I was, <laughs> my biggest thing was I just had to shut up after that because we're really, like you're saying, I love the beginning when you said it's like we've all waken up out of a bad dream after a year. I think we missed that. What? I was like, oh, my God, I missed, <laughs> I missed the show. And then it was like, mm-hmm. so you guys are waking up and, oh, my God, I missed the last eight years. <laughs> and, oh, well, let me see. Yeah. Oh, what, wait, why you didn't speak those eight years? Look how fast time I, I, is going, Terry. Look how fast time. You know People, what? we need to up. Look how fast time is going. Yes, 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 yes. Um, there's just there's just been so much. There there really has. Um, and as I'm sure all of you guys have figured out, we are very opinionated on all that's going on. Okay. Well, but it is real talk. <laughs> real talk on real right. issues. You know, we we have not hidden our agenda. <laughs> we have not hidden our agenda at all. You know, I um. I don't know. My heart, my heart grieves in, in for so many things. Um, we talked on. We had a special edition this past Monday where we addressed the situation with Bishop Eddie Long, and um, and our hearts really continue to be in prayer for the Long family and for the New Birth family. Um, Amen. We uh, we talked last Saturday about Miss Kim Burrell and the lack of the support for the body of Christ. For her, what I like to hammer home this morning is the fact that number one, you have a new president. Accept it. It, it is what it is. All your ranting and raving is not going to change that. But what is mightily important, and I, I hear it now. I hear it in the spirit. He ain't my president. Yeah, he is. Unless you defect it and you're no longer an American citizen, you'll see it. Okay, yes, yes. Um, but invoke change, and invoke change in a manner that it will be lasting. See, anybody can put some words on paper to change something. He his first thing out the gate yesterday had just been, you know, sworn in, and he started invoking change. He took down the different sites that were connected to the White House that President Obama put up. He signed a bill that would make it easier to repeal the Affordable Care Act. He, as soon as he got in, started rearranging the administration to fit his needs and his agenda, even if you listen to his inaugural speech. I'm not even going there. Okay. <laughs> if you listen to his speech, and, and let me say this. Let me, let me put this out here. For all of you guys that boycotted the inauguration, shame on you. Shame on you. You have to know what is going on in this country if you care to invoke change. You should have been listening to the words coming out of this man's mouth so you know how to go before the throne room of God, so that you know the agenda, so that God can give you revelation as to the Things that are coming. We have got to get out of this mentality that if I just shut it down, I'm hurting somebody. You know, you're hurting you and your ability to effectively, effectively, sorry, 
your ability to effectively create change. Now, the change I'm talking about is first and foremost, you have got to get in that spirit realm, and you have got to be able to change the atmosphere spiritually first because it's happening in the heavenlies. You've got the princes of evil and darkness hovering over these regions, and whatever region God has placed you in, he put you there to be a righteous principality to come against the unrighteous principalities. And if you don't know what's going on, if you have shut down and you're not paying attention to what's happening in the land, like you just said, Tanya, people didn't even know that the Ten Commandments was taken down and faced to the wall and a sheet put over it. If you don't know what's going on, how are you going to properly affect change? So stop shutting down and shutting out. It's time to get involved. It's time to get involved. And the first place you need to get involved is not out there on the street picking up a bottle and throwing it through a window, okay? That just has always blew my mind, protesting. No. First place, oh, look, why do we care about knees. Yeah. First place, get on your yes. knees and get before God. This is the hour of the prophetic. And when I say this, and I was talking to my husband about this this morning because I feel such a strong call and a burden for the prophetic in my life right now, more so than I've ever felt it before. This is the hour of the prophetic. I'm not saying the office of the prophet, but we've got to get into a place where we're walking into the prophetic. What is the prophetic? The prophetic is the will and the word of God. So in order for you to get in there so you can flow in his prophetic move, so you can flow in what he is saying in the earth realm, you've got to get on your face. And you've got to clearly hear from him. And then you've got to carry out what it is that he's speaking to you. And I don't care what man, woman, dog, cat, bird that come against you for doing what he tells you to do, your allegiance first better be to him. Better be to him. And you've got to be involved in change. You cannot effect change if you're not involved in the change. And the change starts with you. Looking yourself in the mirror and every morning saying, Daddy, here I am. I stand before you ready to be used of you. What we doing today? Not what you want to do. Not telling him your agenda for the day. Daddy, what is our agenda for the day? What is it that we're doing today? And a lot of the spirit of the living God to carry you through the day. That's powerful. Carry you through the day. It's, it's vital, Pam. This is the hour that we're living in. And yes, it is. is. Vital. It yes, is it vital. is. Yes, it is. We did, PC, because we're still not concentrating on the anger and stuff that's still out there. You don't know what's on people's minds anymore. You know, when I go to work, sis, and I make it home, I'm like, Lord, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you. Thank you, Jesus. When I go to work, mm-hmm. before I go to work, everybody, you got to hear me. I do. I have to take that moment. and know what I tell the Lord? These are your people. Mm-hmm. These are your children. Mm-hmm. What can I do? What can I do when I'm there? Whether it's me, see, mm-hmm. deed, a smile, a hug, a touch, a something. Because I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you guys, we got so much more going on than just Trump. There's still so much depression in the land. 
Then still, man, people are flipping. You don't even know. You could be in a grocery store. You could stay out of somebody and they'll pull out a gun. You don't know what's going on. You should be thankful to God every day. We got people surrounding us. We, we, we still haven't talked about the guns and people, young kids killing each other and, 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 and mm. behind and the things they've been said on Facebook and oh, there's so many other things oh that God. we need to concentrate on just in our community. Right? Mm. We just, yeah. we, did we, look, we didn't got on Trump, but we forgot we still had um, officers and people killing officers and officers killing people. We still forget oh, that Lord. people blew up schools and set schools on fire. Did we forget? Mm. They said a long time ago, sis, and, I'm, and please hear me. They said Hudam Hussein made a comment a long time ago. This before, then you got to hear this. This is when Bush was still in office, and this is what he said. Americans have to be the most, basically, he said, we serve a stupid president, basically, when Bush was in. Because he said, we put all of our faith and stuff in him. And how did he put it? He said, but we're so quick to forget that we got killings and people are bombing and stuff. We forgive and forget. So we forget and forgive so easy. That's why we're always under attack. Because we pay attention to everybody else and we don't even pay attention to what's in our own home. You know what's sad? Mm-hmm. When we had that, that time in, in that uh, t- thing in the tsunami in Taiwan and, the, and President Bush got and said, I want all the kids to bring all their change to school, all their pennies. I just want pennies. They said it was such an enormous downpour of kids in schools bringing pennies and stuff that they had so much money in just pennies. Everybody pay attention to this. This is just pennies. That they had to say, stop sending. Mm. Stop sending money. Where have you heard that? Stop wow. sending money. All them up. But guess what, everybody? We've had hunger in our own United States. Mm. We've had everything, but I ain't never heard nobody ever rally pennies and saying stop sending money because we didn't fed all of our, our hungry people. Mm. See, we're so busy taking care of right? Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. else, we, don't, we can't even love each other. We'd mm. rather go in a foreign country and love somebody else before we love our next door neighbor. That's, That's just amazing to me. It's sad. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Uh, I know, uh, you know, I, the state of our body of Christ. I, I'm not even dealing with just the nation. I, I'm dealing with just the body. Um, really, it, it's sad. But but here's what, it, as sad as it is, as frustrating as it can be, one thing God has always Always, 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 no matter what was going on in the land, he always had a remnant. He always had a remnant, and it was that remnant, that small group of people that he used to bring about revival, to bring about freedom and deliverance, to bring about a change. So my question to you this morning is, will you be part of that remnant? Will you be part of that small group of people? that are going against the status quo, that aren't just following in and hurling the insults and posting negativity? Will you be part of that remnant who will get on their face? Pray, pray for those who are in authority, not white witchcraft prayers, Lord, send them to hell, but pray allowing the spirit of the living God, pray prophetically over their lives. 
Will you be a part of change? Will you really, really be a change agent in the land? Because just sitting around, as I said earlier, and pointing a finger and complaining is not going to bring about change. Change first has to come through the spirit realm. And as you allow God to use you as an intercessor in this hour, as you line up with him in that respect, then he can promote you and put you in places of influence where he can use you to bring about change in the natural. So we're going to deal with it on two levels. We're going to deal with change spiritually first and foremost because we've got to get aligned with our warring angels and allow them to go before us cutting asunder the bars and the iron and the brass and making a way for us, preparing the way for us so that, like as he said, I think was the Cyrus that he said, I'll go before you and make the quicker way straight. He is ready to go before us and straighten out that which is crooked. So we have got to align ourselves with him so that we can follow after him as he goes. Okay, as our warring angels, y'all need to understand your angels, okay, because God has given us some, some weapons and some some things that will empower us to do what we need to do. And the angel of the Lord ain't no joke, okay? You start reading about them angels and how they took out one angel, took out 185,000 people, like, come on. just whoosh with that sword, and there they go. Mm-mm. Your angels aren't to be played with. But see and understand now, because your angels aren't on your side. Your angels are on the Lord's side. So don't play with them. <laughs> don't get it confused. They're on the Lord's side. So you better be straight, too, as you're invoking your angels. But the key is, though, God has given us the weapons of the warfare that we need to set things in order, and we need to get it together. We need to get it together. It is time out for just bashing and bad-mouthing and what have you. Sometimes you got to rant and vent, like we did on Monday night. It's like, okay, everybody got their vent out, okay? But before the show was over, we had to come back to the place of we love you, we're going to pray for you, okay? And we're going to pray for ourselves that we don't become that judgmental spirit because it's easy to get there. Especially if you see things going on that give you a, a righteous indignation, where you know it's like, oh, I, y'all, y'all ain't right before my God. Oh, I got something for you. But even in that, God still said, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. You can set things in order and say what you need to say, but you need to do it in love and never stop praying for that soul because, again, he said he wished that all would be saved and none would come short of the glory of God. Whether you like the person or not, we got to always keep that in mind. So all these insults that are being hurled right now, be it at Obama or at Trump, that is not of God. It is not of God. He desires that all would be saved and come to his glory. And think about this. He said he gave you the, the way to do it. He said, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. So we have got to express the same loving kindness that Christ has exemplified for us in drawing those that are against us to God. You ain't trying to draw them to yourself. You want to try and draw them to God, and you can only do that by the life you live. That is how Martin Luther King Jr. evoked invoked change, okay, that nonviolent movement. They were good. 
I, I thank God for them. I look at some of those pictures, and I'm just like, oh, Daddy, you had, you definitely had some anointing on those people because I think I'd have turned around swinging on a couple of things. <laughs> okay? I don't know if I'd have made it through that. All right? This okay. is my personality <laughs> to fight back. All right, but it's all in how we fight. See, God has had to teach me. You can fight back, but how you fight? Fight it with love. Fight it on your face. Fight it in my presence. I'm like, okay, I am one. I'll tell you, I have to ask God almost daily, Lord, sweeten my disposition because I can be very crass, very direct, very blunt, and I know that. It's just part of who I am. Now, God gave me a boldness for claiming his word, and so that boldness comes out in my, my deliverance of what I'm speaking on, and especially if it's something that I'm passionate about. I'm sure you can all tell that, okay? But when it comes to dealing one-on-one with people, I've had to ask God, sweeten my disposition so that I don't come at them in this brash, harsh way because I can do that, okay? But that does not edify God. So I have to temper down my personality when I'm dealing in certain situations to say, okay, God, you know, spirit of the living God, I need you to speak through me so that I do this in love, no matter what it is, be it correction, even terminating people, whatever it is, let me do it in love so that I am a proper representative of who you are. So I'm asking you this week to get before God. Renounce every evil word that you have said against either one, be it Trump or Obama or anybody else in your life for that month. That month, Renounce your evil words and ask God to give you a directive in how to pray for these individuals because, above all, you want to change the fruit and the rulership and the kingdom of God to be established in this earth realm, and you can only do it if you're listening to the voice of God and following his direction. Amen. We're down to the last 49 seconds of the show. Wow. (laughs) This one went by real fast. Um, Say goodbye to the people, my my sister. I just want to tell everybody I love you. And, again, like my sister says, it's time to invoke that change. But that change has Mm -hmm. to begin with you first. Mm -hmm. I love everybody. Yes. Amen, amen, amen. Well, you guys have a blessed week. We'll be back with you next Saturday. Maybe not. We may not be back with you next Saturday um, because there there is an event that I am scheduled to attend, so I may not be online next week, but we will let you know. But anyway, to God be the glory. Thank you so much, my beautiful sister, for tuning in this morning and sharing with Thank us. Thank you for you having me. Very, very powerful, powerful words to share with our audience. So I love you, and have a great, great week, everybody. Love you, too, sis. Bye, everybody. Let's keep it real.